Welcome to Take the Stage Podcast. I'm Mary R. Snyder, and I am your host. Do you have a God-given message you know you are supposed to share with the masses? Well, so did I. Over 20 years ago, I knew God was calling me to speak, but I didn't have a clue what to do. I didn't know how to get my message crafted so it would matter and it would land with the audience. I didn't know how to get in front of the right leaders so I could get booked. But fast forward 20 years, and I have spoken on stages in front of hundreds and in front of thousands. I have been behind the stage, and I have booked and coached some of the most influential speakers of our time onto the stage. And I'm here now to walk alongside you. We're going to craft a message that matters. We're going to figure out the ins and outs of the speaker business, and we are going to get your message in front of the people you are to serve. I'm so glad you're here. Let's start the show. Hello today. I am so thrilled that you are joining me. I promised you last week that this week we are talking about developing your message. Now, before we get rolling, I want to ask you, are you on the Facebook group? I know we usually ask like, Are you on the email list? But are you in the Facebook group? If you're not, I would love to have you over there. It is truly a fun place. Every Monday, I put a challenge up to you and I I want to hold your feet to the fire. My heart's desire is to serve you well. My heart's desire is that you will take your message to the stage. My desire is to equip you. That's right. Just you. I want to equip you as a speaker. I want to give you the tools, the resources, the confidence to know that you are called to be a speaker. Hear the words I'm saying. If God has called you, girl, you're equipped. All right. Today is about developing your message. And, you know, there's a difference in developing and crafting. Today, we're talking about the message development. So this is what happens before you actually craft your message. This is the early stages. This is a question I get quite often. Well, Mary, do I just get to have one message? No, that's totally up to you. You can have as many as you want. But let's develop and craft one signature message to start, and then you can develop as many as you want to. But let's craft one great one, and that begins in the development stage. So here's the question I'm going to start with. What is your goal as a speaker? Hmm. Have you thought about it? What is your goal as a speaker? What do you want people to walk away with. My goal as a speaker is I want to equip speakers like you to grow in their confidence. I used to start that with craft your message, but the first thing I want to do is help you find your confidence and help you stand strong in the fact that you are called by God and that is all you need to announce to the world that you are a speaker. 
I want to do that. I want to help you develop and craft your message. And then I want to help you take that message to the stage. Those are the goals. So I actually have three. Those are the goals. When I step up to speak, that is the goal of what I want. I want you to walk away with those three things. Today, my goal is at the end of this show is that you will have the knowledge and maybe a few tips to get you started developing your signature message. So what is your goal as a speaker? And that's going to be the thread that I'm going to pull through this entire podcast. I'm going to continue to ask, what is your goal? So what problem does this message solve? When you think about this message that you are working on, or maybe you've completely completed it and it is rock solid locked in, what is the problem that this message solves? See, when I first started speaking, I never thought about that. I just wanted to stand up and tell them Bible stories, and I wanted to have some application. That was fun. And then I did a few words in the Greek and the Hebrew because, you know, that's what Beth Moore did. And I figured if Beth Moore did it, then it was the right way to do things. I wanted to do all that. And that's what I did. I never thought about the people listening. And I'm going to tell you that I look back on those poor audience. First of all, I need to go find all the people that listened to me when I first started and hug them and then maybe give them a Starbucks gift card. Because I can even now close my eyes and remember some of their faces. And I was throwing everything and the kitchen sink at them. I had every kind of analogy. I had three or four different stories. I went through three or four different Bible Bible stories, not verses, not scripture. I mean, stories like I was talking about Ruth for a little while, then Moses, and then I jump over to Sarah, and then I might do a little Rahab because I love Rahab. Because what's not to love about Rahab? She is a prostitute who is in the lineage of Jesus, the Savior of the world. Come on. She made for good story. I still love to teach on the story of Rahab and talk about how God can use anyone. Come on. He used Rahab and she is in the lineage of Jesus. And he also used a talking donkey. God can use me. But going back to what was going on is I wasn't paying attention to my audience. So I threw everything at him, all the, all the Bible stories. And then I would throw in, you know, the root word of some scripture reference. I was overcompensating because I never understood what it meant to have a goal, the goal that I had for my audience. What was the problem I was solving for them? How was I to serve the audience? So I'm going to continue through this podcast to ask you that question. What is your goal as a speaker? What is your goal? Because your goal really identifies what your signature message is. Sometimes we might even call that, what is your brand? We're going to get into that in the future. But right now, we're going to stick with a goal. So what is your goal? What problem do you solve? I'm going to give you an activity to do. 
Because you may be one of those people who has multiple messages, multiple stories. And you may be like me and you want to put them all in one message. Don't be like Mary. Don't do that. But here's your activity. I want you to sit down with a stack of post-it notes. They can be multicolored. You can use all the original pale yellow. This is own your own adventure. Okay. You can either use a whiteboard. You can use, you can use a window, whatever. You can stick them on the floor, wherever you can stick them that you can then look at them. I want you to begin writing down the points of your message. What are the points? And you can write the stories you're going to tell, scripture verses you're going to use. I want, I want them on each individual. If you have a, a reference, a scripture reference, put that on one post-it. If you're going to tell a personal story, put that on another. If you're going to tell a Bible story, put that on another. I want you to do that with every point of your message, every point, every scripture reference, every story. And I want you to put those on a wall or a board or wherever you can see them. Every part of your message. Now, I want you to figure out what is the goal of that message, back to the goal, and what is the continuous thread that you can weave through every single one of those post-it notes. Is there a post-it note that is just a favorite story? doesn't fit with the overall message. If there is, pull that post-it note and put it in a notebook on the side, okay? Or just a piece of paper. Pull it off the board, off the wall, put it on a piece of paper. And I want you to be very strategic about this. Think about every single aspect of that message. Does this story meet the goal Is it a part of that thread that I am weaving through my story, that haunt thread, as it has to hold the story? Today, thinking about holding, my husband and I were pulling the boat out of our our basement. We have a fish ski boat. We're going to the lake here real soon. And we were getting it ready. We being the royal because it was really him. I just helped pull the boat out. And we have it tied to a rope and we have to keep it very taut or the boat will get away. And if the boat gets away, it's going out in the woods. Bye. Think of that when you think about your story. Because to hold that boat, if you release the tension on that thread, if you don't have that thread, then you can't hold on to your audience. That thread that you're weaving through that message is what is holding it all together. So as you open and we have our episode on openers that will be linked here. As you open, you're going to open and you're going to capture their attention. Then you're going to move into the beginning of your story. And that could be a personal story. You may start with the story of Rahab, if that fits your needs. And then you're going to pull that thread, whatever that is. What is your goal? You're going to pull that thread You're going to pull it into the next portion of your story. And you got all your post-it notes, remember. And so what, as you look at those post-it notes, what order does this message fall in? Are you sharing the opening and then going into a personal story? That's great. Are you showcasing the overall situation? Maybe it's where you've overcome something. Maybe God has brought you through something. 
is that's your opening. And then you're walking through, maybe it's you were in a dark place. Maybe you were dealing with depression or anxiety or a loss. Or maybe you were just a person like me and you were just a people pleaser and so legalistic. Yep, that was me. And that's my story of overcoming what the world thought I should be and becoming who God told me I am. So maybe that's your story. Maybe you are the people pleaser who wanted so desperately to be liked that she spent all of her time saying yes to everyone and in turn was saying no to her family. Maybe that's your story. And then you take them into what happened that made you realize. For me, the what happened is when we went through a horrific church hurt situation. I won't get into all the details, but we ended up leaving our church and we were at a new church. And I'll never forget sitting in that pew and watching this woman. And she ran from one end of that sanctuary, that auditorium, to the other. And as I watched her, remember she came toward me and I was standing up. She looked at me and I thought she was going to speak to me. And I smiled and I was like, hi, it's so nice to meet. And I realized that she never saw me. She was looking at the person over my shoulder. She never saw me. I was standing right in front of her. And I realized that that was me. I was that woman. I didn't see people God was placing right in front of me because I was so busy looking over their shoulder. That was my story. And as I walked people through that story of where I was in this place of people pleasing, of rushing, of being, of doing, of feeling valued because I was a part of this church and the women's ministry and people called on me and I was speaking and I was on the stage and I was all the things and then it was all gone. So I take them from that opening, that opening that you're going to craft and then you're going to take them into where you were. And then where did it shift? Where was the problem? Well, the problem for me was I was a people pleaser. And God took me out because that's how the Lord has to work in my life. It's a sad, sad thing, y'all. But he has to lift me up and pull me out of situations because I used to. I'm going to say used to. He doesn't do that anymore because we're a work in progress. But me and Jesus are working on this together. But he had to lift me out of that situation and remove me to get my eyes to open to how bad things really were. And then I take them into the healing process and how I walk through that. And then I give them the hope that this is what you can do in your life. So I'm taking them from the problem to the solution and the benefit that they can use. But I'm pulling that thread. So I go back to what is the goal? For the goal for me was to help people pleasers overcome in the name of Jesus and find true rest, true relationship, true friendship, 
and not have to say yes to everything, to get back their lives. That's the solution. That's the goal of what I talked about back in the day. So what is your goal? I want you to use your post-it notes. I want you to use your prayers. I want you to spend time with the Lord over this next week. And I want you to really dig into what is my message? What is the goal of this message? Jesus, how am I going to serve the woman you've called me to serve with this message? And I want you to be vulnerable and transparent, obviously with the Lord, but as you prepare. Listen, I don't like telling the story that I was, I mean, it was the most awkward thing to be standing there and somebody look like you're getting ready to say, hey, and I thought they were so excited to meet me because I was fairly new in their in their fellowship. And and then to find that they were like, not even looking at me, it's a little painful. It's funny now, but it hurt then. I want you to do the same thing. I want you to really look, as you look at those post-it notes, figure out which ones fit, which stories fit. If you're using scriptures, look at the ones that God's calling you to use. The scripture I literally love is, he is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. And the reason I love that is because it doesn't allow me to get ahead of myself. You see, in my people-pleasing days, I always had big plans because this was the big conference I was going to do. This was the event. This was the this. Now I take it one step at a time. Doesn't mean I don't plan. I do. I plan. I plan. But I hold those plans loosely because I just need to step into the next step that he has placed a lamp before my feet so I can take that next step. So as you take this next step in your speaking career, and I know that's where we are with you, I'm going to go again to that question, what is your goal? God has called you to this. What is your goal? My goal is to equip you. My goal is to help you find your confidence, craft your message, and then take it to the stage. And I am so honored that I get to do that with you. I'm so thrilled you stopped in again to visit with me and hang out and let me have some time with you today. I look forward to seeing you on the Facebook group because I want to hear about your message and I want to know what is your goal. And if you want to share that in the Facebook group, I would love for you to do that. But if you want to put that, maybe just in a DM or email me, I would love to hear from you. You can find all my information at takethestagepodcast.com. And I look forward to seeing you again next week. Have a great day. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, you will find links in the show notes. And those can be found wherever you're listening to this or at takethestagepodcast.com. I'm Mary R. Snyder, and as always, I am here to help you craft a message that matters and take that message to the stage. Until next week, have a good one.